0: Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I'm the Reverend Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona.
1: Whoa, we got
0: the show's namesake, BJ Shay!
1: <laughs> oh jeez,
0: everyone's yelling now. And <laughs> running the boards is Joey D's. <laughs> Wednesday, everybody! While wow, Luigi's running our boards. Wednesday. On today's show, we will talk comic books with BJ Shay, because he reads comic books. He also plays board games, so we'll get some board game reviews hey, from BJJ. Hey, wait a minute. Are you talking about me? Yeah. We're going to talk right. about something special that's happening in just a couple days for Star Trek's 55th anniversary. Bam, bam, bam. And, of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us?
1: Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. <laughs> com. Get blogs, podcasts, oh. Or, you know, <laughs> just search BJJ's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey. Yeah,
0: so many ways to get a hold of us You sub- sub- uh, you can subscribe yeah, you to can. whichever podcatcher you've got Or you can just listen to us on that old Odyssey app Lots of fun ways to listen to us And really do appreciate you doing that uh, Let's get right into it because it is comic book day In addition to it, to it being Wednesday Yeah, it is And uh, BJ, uh, how are you doing with the Spider-Man comics? Well, <laughs> how am I doing with the Spider-Mans, huh? They seem to be putting out a lot more of those, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they got a new writer, and it's Zeb, well, it's they've got this guy, Zeb Wells, that's just put together this gigantic story arc, uh, and I was reading the editor who just said, I he said he's wanted to work with this guy, Zeb Wells, for so, so long, and a lot of people, I guess, in the world of comic books know of Zeb and think he's a tremendous talent. I, myself, not super familiar with Zeb, but the excitement that the Spider-Man editor has for what we're about to get onto. I'm like, all right, well, let's just see what's going on. And, um, so there's a, a corporation called the beyond corporation that mysteriously just had somebody come visit Peter Parker and that would be his clone. Uh, oh, uh, oh dear! He has a clone named Ben. Uh, oh yeah,
0: wasn't that the Scarlet Spider back in the day? I
2: think I, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, but Ben, you know, is like went his own way and just try, tried to find his own life and yeah. you know realized I mean he's got all the memories of Peter, but he's you know, but he came. He said, Peter, look, I I really want to be Spider Man. I'm just like you. I got your memories. I wanna, you know I'm motivated the same way you are. And it, you know, he said, look, this company came to me and um. Well, they hired me because they own the Spider-Man brand, and Peter's like, "What? What?" He's, and then he remembered, "Oh, damn it! When Doc Ock was in my head, that's right. He did put the, he did basically, you know, he put the he he basically put the brand underneath Peter Parker Industries. But then Peter Parker Industries got sold, and Pete forgot. So Spider-Man brand is no longer his. Wow. So Ben's like, "Yeah." So they hired me, and now I'm like, uh, I'm officially the Spider-Man. And Peter's like, "Are you blanking kidding me?"
0: Right? I yeah. just I love the fact that one of the most hotly contested Spider-Man arcs where Doc Ock basically like took over Peter Parker still has long-lasting repercussions. That's actually really cool.
2: Yeah, and it, you're absolutely right, Rev, and so it's pretty clever. And this whole Beyond Corporation, like what are they about? What is going on? I mean, they they've got some insidious plans we don't know. But part of it is, is that they went and got Ben the clone and said, "All right, buddy, uh, we got to get you all fixed up, tightened up, and." They got some plans. It's some yeah. weird stuff is happening. I don't know what it is. This really uh, feels yeah.
0: like uh, Captain uh, Captain America or Falcon and the Winter Soldier yep. um, when they still had uh, uh, Mister John Walker as uh, as the captain. Like it seems like a uh, very parallel to something along those lines. It's Like
1: I'm the captain now. You are not. No. So
2: <laughs> as you know, I read comicsology, and I will just give you the summary for uh, for issue 76, which is the next, uh, which is the B- uh, chapter two of Beyond. And here's their summary. All right, the unthinkable has happened. Zeb Wells and Patrick Gleason, and these are the guys that mm-hmm. write and draw. Uh, they will remind you why you love and hate comics.
0: <laughs> That's all they're telling you about this issue seventy six. That's all they want you to know. This might be bigger than Captain America saying hail Hydra. I'm very excited. Just, I just want to, I just want to see what the fans are going to do because you know what, the fans, they're they're never salty. No, not at all. Never. Any other comics you've been reading? Well, of course, got to talk about uh, America's first
2: family, uh, or Marvel's first family, I suppose we should say, and that is The (laughs) Fantastic Four. Uh, it is a, of course a Halloween edition Dan Slott's still writing this bad boy and uh, you know I love this so if you don't know uh, Ben and Alicia are married and Ben and Alicia's the blind sculptress who also is the daughter of the of the puppet master who used to use oh, yeah. a special kind of clay to control beings mm-hmm. and um, they have adopted two kids a a little boy who's uh, who is a Cree and a little girl who's a scroll and they both used to fight in an arena at this cosmic casino. And they would fight for entertainment. People would bet on them and they got rescued and became, you know, the, the kids, basically the the adopted kids of Ben and Alicia. And this, uh, the the kids went out trick or treating, but of course, you know, they're, they're battle masters. So they came up with a giant plan and how to basically maximize all the candy they could get (laughs) by getting everybody in the family to take them out trick or treating, making them believe this was the first time they were going out for the evening.
0: (laughs) That's adorable. And they had just
2: tons and tons of candy. And then Ben found out, he's like, all right you we're going back and you're bringing all the candy back
0: oh you can't um, do that they've already got it ben come yeah, on what the hell are you yeah. doing buddy and
2: ben's like you gotta tell them what's up and they, it's very adorable i have to say it really was a fun <laughs> issue but also a heartwarming issue as uh you know the cosmic casino lady was like i'm gonna come back and get these kids Because the casino wasn't doing good business and they realized, oh, you know what? Even though I made a deal to let these kids go, I'm going back on my deal. And she sends a bunch of her soldiers and they got to fight and... You know, the human torch is still basically uh burning at degrees that no one can be around him. And that's a little bit of a tragic story as Ben mm-hmm. does go visit him because he's kind of the only one that can. Oh yeah. And even and, and 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 even though Johnny is wearing a protective suit to protect everybody else, Ben's still got to wear a protective thing. And even then he can't get too close. Wow. It's a it's it's kind of a beating. Um and it's a, a heartwarming uh sort of father son adopted kids, which hit me in the field since I'm adopted. And, um, you know, Dan Slott, man, he just brings a tear to your eye, the son of a gun. He's a heck of um, a rider, man. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's fantastic for number 37. Really love what he's doing. And the, the title of it is there are monsters on Yancey street, which of <laughs> course that's Ben's old neighborhood yeah, and that's where yeah, they're living yeah. and. Ben actually is the
0: monster on Yancy Street, but it's Halloween, so yeah. it's less spooky, more fun. Mm, yeah. uh, moving on from that, board game talk. You, oh, hey. You play a lot of board games and I know that you love going even you love buying them. You love every little aspect of yeah. them, even buying Oh, yeah, like stuff from like the just the like accessories and stuff too. The things that I see whenever we, you know you have those game nights have always been crazy. Uh, are we talking board games this time? Why not? If you want to, right. so let's
2: talk. And, and you know what? Of course, I'll have a space game. But before I talk about my space game, uh, let's talk about a game that uh, our, our buddy Josh, uh, you know, from uh, the uh, the Board Game Alliance, which someday that'll be back on once we all get un-COVID-ed. Uh Yes, um, he turned me on to this game that uh, he got the upgraded components. So he's got this really cool <laughs> dice course. delivery mountain thing that looks amazing. Uh, but here's the story. The story is the dwarves once lived beneath three mighty mountains. And after centuries of war, they defeated their age-old enemies, the dragons. Mm -hmm. Moving to the surface, the dwarves built magnificent cities and won renown for their heartening beer. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But guess what? The dragons are back. And it's like, ah, damn it. Just give the dragons some beer. I think they'll be okay with that. And of course that's the deal. You are you don't give the dragon some beer, but you can give your uh you know what you give your opponent some beer. Oh, okay. And if you give me some beer, you know what? You're going to get some uh, bonuses yourself. And here we have the game called Dice Miner. And you have to draft the dice you covet, which means you got to dig into the mountain to get the dice you want. But you only get the dice that are available on the first level. Uh, And it's a clever dice delivery system where you dump all the dice into this mountainous-looking system that allows you only access to certain dice at certain times. And each die does certain things and allows you to manipulate stuff so that you can get points in the game. It is a quick game. It is a clever game. And um, you know what? I mean, it's like you, you really go, I have fun. There's a lot of asymmetry, but it's not so like massively complicated asymmetry. And it's quick. I mean, it is one of those games where you go, all right, let's have a beer and play a game about me giving you a beer. like (laughs) I have a die with a beer on it, and it's like, have a beer. If I gave you a beer, and
0: I get rewarded by the game for it. This could turn into an interesting drinking game, just going to say. I won't say that it
2: wouldn't, uh, (laughs) because after all,
0: they are dwarves.
2: And uh, it's from Atlas Games. And I don't. And they. It, it, whoa! It says here. The, well, the, the fancy copy costs about sixty four dollars. If you get the standard edition, that only costs you twenty six dollars. And I. Oh, that's I'm, a good.
0: That's a good uh, price on that then.
2: Yeah. So it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's a pretty good. You know, twenty six to thirty thirty one dollars it looks like. And it's called Dice Miner from Atlas Games. Go
0: check it out. See if you can find it somewhere. Well, moving on from Dice Miner, we do need to talk a little Star Trek, BJ. I know we talked about it on Monday. Yes, but there's something coming out on Friday. Oh, I like your take right there. Um, The History Channel is actually going to celebrate, (laughs) celebrate, 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 don't have sex at all, (laughs) celebrate, they're going to celebrate Star Trek's 55th anniversary with a 10 part docu-series called The Center Seat, 55 Years of Star Trek. It premieres this Friday, November 5th at 10 p.m., like I said, on the History Channel, and it's narrated and executive produced by Miss Gates McFadden. You might know that name, BJ.
2: I love it because she's got one of the more interesting stories, and I wonder if they'll cover that, where she was kicked off the show, then brought back on the show... Uh she wasn't in second season of Next Gen as Dr. Crusher, uh Will Wheaton, you know, uh, basically Wesley's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know what Wesley's mom, she had it going on. They should never have gotten <laughs> Do- rid
0: of her. Dr. Beverly be- 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 yeah. Crusher.
2: And Gates McFadden, that that's going to be fun to really go through 10 episodes of how Star Trek has and it's, you know, it's going to be talking about how it's affected culture mm-hmm. and yeah. The first one, I mean, the first episode is, 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 I think it's it's titled something about Lucy. Because, of course, it, and, and, it, and I forget the title, but it had Lucy in the title. Like, Lucy Loves Space or Lu, something like that. Because Lucille Ball... Uh, from the Lucy, you know, Lucy and Desi, and, you know, I love Lucy. She was a big fan of what she saw, and she wanted their studios, Desi Lu Studios, to really have a great show. They were just doing half-hour comedies or whatever, and she's like, I want to do an hour show. And she, I guess, she got to see the pilot, or or she saw the pilot, or she had conversations with Roddenberry, but thought, oh, my God, this is an amazing thing. Let's make this happen. And and, uh, uh, and I did say
0: this was a ten episode series, but yes. what they're going to be doing on the History Channel is that they're going to be playing the first four episodes, and then the next six later on you will be able to get via their uh, streaming service because that's I mean that's how every company does it now. History has their own called the History Vault. So what? yeah, so the first four will be available on the History Channel every Friday, what? and then uh, if you want to watch more of them, BJ, you get another uh, another subscription service you can uh, get at least for a month so you can watch all of them i'm
2: not happy i wonder if hulu <laughs> will get them i think history also ran alone the tv show and if that's the case sometimes hulu picks that up
0: yeah that might be uh, further down the line Dang it! yeah but at least you can watch the first four and you can get that in there because i know you still have your your cable and you can end up watching that so it's well,
2: a- I got the first four, and now I'm disappointed. I really was, ex-
0: I was excited, and now I'm sad. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you can still watch it whenever you want to. And yes, it's going to focus on the 55 years of Star Trek and candid in- interviews with uh, everyone across the whole thing, from Nichelle Nichols, Brett Spiner, Kirstie Alley. Remember, she was a Vulcan in uh, the movies. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff behind why she
2: didn't come back for Star Trek three and four. Interesting. Uh, yeah, or actually, I should say, yeah, Star Trek three and four. Um yeah and so it'll be it'll be interesting to get her take on it because I've heard Leonard's take reading his book uh, I am oh, Spock. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He talks about you know at least his version of why Kirsty didn't come back for uh, for uh, Star Trek 3.
0: And so uh, that's something you could check out. Now I know if you uh want to make sure and watch the entire series of something you yes. can go out there and get on Netflix and do something that everybody has done and I know that you have done it yourself BJ Squid Game. Squid Game is oh, out. Oh yes. Yeah. And uh, it has been a gigantic phenomenon. I've managed to watch the first episode, and I was kind of like, "Nah, I get the gist." I think Joe, you've watched what two episodes? Two episodes. It's it kind of scary. It's kind of the same idea with that. You're like, oh, yeah. "Okay, we get the idea going on." It's good. Bj, well, hold, the,
2: the, hold the phone, though. Joe, would you say though that episode two you did not expect?
0: I mean, I don't. i uh, sure, sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I of. mean, what, okay. what
2: happened? What happened in episode two? I thought episode two was going to be more of what I expected. And then all of a sudden episode 2 said, "Well, we're going to give you this." And that, I mean, so you you I mean, you didn't expect it but you
0: weren't surprised is what you're saying, Joe? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So then at this point, I've only watched the one. Joe's watched the two. BJ, you have watched the entire series, and you definitely want to make sure that we talk about this. (laughs) Yeah, because really, there's
2: stuff that's, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, this is well thought out. There's a lot of things that happen and characters you haven't even seen yet and storylines that are really, like, amazing. Okay y- even though even though you think that you know you know what's going on but in reality you know this 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 really is wild and what i also read about squid you know is that the the, the conditions in 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 korea are pretty bad that you know it, what they portray of why people would be motivated to participate in squid game which basically it's supposed to be now this this takes place now mm-hmm. and there's a secret organization that runs a thing called the games, basically. And if you are somebody that is in just horrific trouble, usually financially, or you might have some other reasons why you would, well, go play a game to try to get a lot of money. And let's just say that if you don't win the game and there's multiple games that you have to participate in, uh, and they're all children's games, mm-hmm. you know, but they're they're very interesting versions of these children's games. If you don't win, well, let's just say, well, listen, you know what? It's high risk, high reward.
0: It's all. <laughs> That's a good way to put that in gamer terms.
2: Yeah, and, um, and 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 so you go. Okay, I see, I see what's going on. It's clever, but then. They do so much more, and I don't want to say any more because I feel like I don't want to do anything at all to really spoil the surprises that you're going to see by going, oh, oh, well, oh, well okay then, wow, all righty, um, and I was surprised by a few things that that show showed me i I was like oh okay i didn't expect that to be the thing uh so you know that's um it's very very well done yes it's hyped up and yes everybody wants to do it Mm -hmm. and yes kids can't wear the halloween costumes (laughs) to some school um all of that's true and usually when it's like that hyped up you go okay maybe it's but really they did a very very nice job with it and um my suggestion is definitely watch it dubbed because it turns out the subtitles are not good Mm-hmm. Um they you know they really aren't they don't match what the people were actually saying in in the in Korean and the dubbed version is at least better it's a better translation.
1: Okay so, okay uh, just
2: yeah just uh, that that that's what I come to find out anyway it it seemed to really Give it to me in English language with the intent it was meant, whereas when they just translated it badly from like, okay, here's what the words mean in English, it's like, but those words kind of suck. They did a good (laughs) job with the dubbing where they were able to really go, no, here's what they really meant when they were saying what they were saying.
0: Fair enough. So, fair enough. Because, yeah. yeah, it was built in Korea. No, uh, it was made in Korea and it is uh, uh, out there on Netflix. It hit hot fire. Everyone's talking about it. Yes, there are costumes out there and uh, we'll have to see everywhere, everywhere. But don't have your kids dress up like that for school. That's not appropriate. <laughs> and, you know, the, and, and the motivation, <laughs> the motivating
2: factor for a lot of people that get into the games themselves, that's what people are writing about saying Korea is like that. No, you know, they're, they're, that people are so, that people are so desperate. And, and, you know, and when you think of the North Korea and South Korea and all the, you know, all the history that that's been, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people are like usual, innocents are always just caught in the crossfire of governments and then the wars they wage. Yeah. And you, so that it, it, like the motivation of the, of these people, you might go, I mean, would it ever be that bad? Really? Would I ever do that? Well, as an American and the life we have, we just have no idea that, well, what would it be like if we lived, where they live and it's they just don't have what we have and then they have the bs going on that we don't have so that's what people have said is like yeah the squid games themselves that's not real and that's that's overdone maybe in some people's brains but the motivation for those people to go do that that's real that happened that's what's going on in korea for a lot of
0: people interesting interesting well uh, we got to move on now because it is time for the geek sheet with Vicky B what's up vicky
1: I got something that I feel like might uh, might spark some fighting,
0: maybe. Okay, I'm ready. I
2: am okay. Fight. Warm. Ranker <laughs>
1: is known to do like the crowdsource ranking, like people, like they'll put out something like what is the top whatever, yeah. and People vote on it and they rank them.
0: And so oh, yeah, yeah, usually the website is ever changing. So mm-hmm. the thing you uh, think might be number one after about a week or so may might bottom change. out. Yeah. But when a- is
2: a list ever had people fight?
1: Right. Um. <laughs> uh, but this one, since you're here, BJ, and you already talked about some some games, how about we do the best board games of all time? Oh, <laughs> I think BJ will have opinions
0: about this. Well, if we're if this was BJ's list, I feel like Twilight Imperium would be number one, and it's got to be in the top ten. If, Actually,
1: if, if, it is not. Oh. Twilight Imperium is thirty six. All
2: right. Well, I'll be I, I, I'll be interested to see what they put in the top ten. I may not know all of these games. Uh, it depends on how old school they are. I completely disagree. Twilight Imperium four, I think, should be in the top ten. Uh, maybe the first. You know, it depends on what iteration they're talking about. But okay.
1: Uh, the, all right. The, the, At least the, it's on the list. The top 10 is a good mix of your childhood games and games that oh, we like to play too. These
0: are going to be a lot of the classic ones. we got to talk about those. I'm ready, burn, I'm ready to burn the place though.
1: There's, there's, ah. there's a lot of like, uh, I don't want to say new because not, some of these are like 15, 20 years old. Or newer. Long, but like newer. They're not new your,
0: generation. They're
1: not shoots and ladders. Okay? okay.
0: Okay. That's the first thing I was going to say about it. Like, okay. okay land shoots and ladders. Uh, trouble. All all right. Okay. Oh. Okay, no. So start us off at number ten, then, and see Num- where we're going with this.
1: Number ten, it's a strategy board game about World War II.
0: Stratego? No. Nope. Axis Ax- and Allies.
1: Axis and Allies. See, that
0: was the one I never got into.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I, I I I can't begrudge that game for being on the list. It really did start off like the the strategy area control 4x, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want. I mean, there's it did all that. So I I mean, you know, it it definitely was a you know, it was a big game that all the super geeks were playing when before all of us started getting into the board game thing. See, I lumped it in
0: with Risk, which meant I never wanted to play it.
1: it it's funny yeah, that it's that you, much
0: better than Risk. <laughs> it's funny that you say
1: stratege, uh, Stratego, because that is number 11.
0: Oh, okay. All right, then. And you uh, did say Risk
1: is number uh, 8.
0: Risk is number 8? Uh, I never
1: played that game. It just looked way too much I, right? I don't Even think I've I, ever
0: finished a game of it. My Here's the thing. Without it's the definitely
2: a classic clip. game, but there are so many... To me, better area control games that have come out over the years that I just don't think risk holds up. And area control is not my – I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but I'm I'm not a super area control guy – but I'm, I'm, looking around, and I'm, and I'm looking around my room here to see if I can
1: see any. <laughs> so, but, but here, I'm sure, I'm just, you
2: know, I, I wish the Sean's and the Josh's was here because they could just drop one down right off the bat. rattle right? m- them all off. My yeah. question with
1: this, though, I'm wondering if Risk itself is not like the best one per se, but because of this, we got so many great ones. Like it was an inspirational one, kind of sure. like vanilla ice cream. Like it's the best. It's the most popular ice cream because it's in all the bases of milkshakes and all that good stuff. It's in everything. Mm.
2: Yeah and that's a, you know that's an interesting point Vicky there's that school of thought and then there are people like me that think you know what a game eventually just gets replaced yeah, you know yeah, and that mm-hmm. happens a lot in the world of board gaming where you know what i'm no longer going to play that game anymore because this game is a replacement because it's much better um and you know i just i wish i could think of a better area control game off the top of my head than risk and and, and my friends are going to just go are you an idiot you know about this <laughs> um so but i know they exist and but i mean vicky makes a point risk did open the door for a lot of uh, different kind of gaming small world well, I it, there you go. That's actually an area control game. It's better than Risk. <laughs> and that's actually
1: Small World came in at number 12.
2: All right, wow. yeah, just kind of sneaking in on and that. And where yeah. was Risk
1: at? Uh, that was number eight.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, see, Small World. Thank you, Vicky. I knew I couldn't think of one. Small World to me is much better than Risk. It's much more fun. It has got a lot more variety. I mean that you can and it's it's a fantasy base, and you really get a, a, such variety from mixing these different uh, attributes together with different uh, uh, fantasy races. Ooh, the Godfather,
1: um, is that technically an area control. That uh, was a, That was an interesting yeah, kind game. Of, kind of, yeah.
0: We played it like once. We
1: played it when we did the uh Yeah. uh the charity it's a, event. It's oh, a yeah. worker
0: placement area
2: control and and people and a lot and Josh definitely loves that game mm. and it's an Eric Lang uh, Eric Lang made that game it and fun. It, it's a fun game. Yeah. Um but Small World definitely is a classic. It's now in the in, you know, it's old enough that I think it's cl- you know, now classic. in the classic category. I, I will play that over Risk so much more.
0: I, I, I'll play I, anything uh, yeah. over Risk to be perfectly yeah. honest with you. I love Risk. You. So Do you? Yeah, I played it a bunch when I was a kid. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, so what BJ <laughs> is saying about Risk is what I'm going to say about number seven. Okay. Yes. Where it's like, this probably did pave way, but there's so many other games that replace it. But before we get to number seven, we miss number nine. Yeah. Oh, yes. What's number nine? I will give you guys a hint. Number nine is uh, inspired a lot of app games. Uh, Oh, a lot of app games. And it has to do with
0: words. Scrabble.
1: Scrabble. Yeah. That totally
0: makes sense. Like, I always forget that that's a board game. Right? It is. I mean obviously it is Honestly. but it's a go to for a lot of people too. I, can't, I even though
2: I hate the game it does deserve <laughs> to be in the top 10.
1: I was going to say even it, it is if it wasn't for the app games being so prevalent and not just, you know, what is what's the one that they have the big one? Words with friends. Words with friends but Ugh. then they have so many other offshoots and variations it's Yeah, it deserves to be on there. You
0: quickly realize the people that want to play uh, Words with Friends or Scrabble are the ones who have a gigantic vocabulary and will Mm -hmm. absolutely destroy you every single time. And I'm going to say this, I don't feel that QI, which is chi, is a real word, and yet everyone gets to use it, and it just pisses me off.
2: Well, it is. It's it's a word in a different language. I right. know. Yes. Yeah, I thought those yeah. weren't allowed. <laughs> yeah, you have a good point. Unless <clears throat> unless all of a sudden Oxford goes,
1: we're making it American.
0: Well, yeah, they always uh, allow it. So I don't know. Whoever makes the rules are full of something. <laughs> <But> <laughs> They're just full like, of she. Yeah.
1: But just like it's number seven, mm-hmm. Dominion. Yes.
0: Dominion. So is that that's the deck builder, right? Yeah, wow. He's a
2: deck builder. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you now they've opened a the door cuz Dominion is not a board game it's a card game but I'm glad that they're letting us know that card games it's are part of
1: this. Everything, yes. Well yeah. then I know
2: what I know what's better be in the top 3 then if Dominion is in there then we I I, oh, I, I God. shouldn't be surprised yeah I yeah. shouldn't be surprised at the top 3.
0: Um okay. okay. Okay, so at that point, since they're allowing Dominion, I'm just going to throw out Magic the Gathering. I want to know oh. where they consider that one. Oh,
2: that's going to be, like what I said, is? that's top three.
0: Yeah, well,
1: Magic c- the Gathering is technically not in this. Well, yeah. and that's BS, because but
0: Dominion's a card game. Yeah, I mean, it's a deck builder, it's, but it's still I, a it's card game. I'm
1: wondering if they're not counting Magic the Gathering because it's one its own world and you have to continuously buy different packs of no, cards. No, that's, I'm, that's BS. what I'm wondering. I don't know. Maybe people yeah, don't think... Yeah, that's a bad
2: I'm, excuse if that is. I mean, I see excuse. what you're saying, Vicky. I know, but that, that, there's no excuse for... From magic not being in Magic's it. a
0: collectible thing though, so I think you can not l- include collectibles, right? Because in the sense, Magic, although oh, it is a board game and can be played, it's also a collectible. Like you can't include. Well, you can you just know, you can just throw this stupid Magic. Out. I, don't yeah, know. I, I, I I'm, I'm,
1: You know what I think it is? I think people just didn't really think of Magic being a board game, quote unquote. And when they see boxes of board game, like even yeah, if it's a card fact, game, I think it's in a box, you BS. think it's a board game. Yeah, I
0: think Vicky and Joe are on the same path yeah. on that right path. I don't the know what fact came that it's first. collectible, like I, I understand. I, I'm not saying it's right.
1: I'm not saying it's right i just think because this is people voting on stuff they put something out and people get a vote on it i mm-hmm. just think nobody thought put magic the Gathering. that's
2: that's ridiculous if you're you're not even you shouldn't be making a list if you don't yeah, think of magic. Or something. I mean, lists. because <laughs> if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong but i think dominion came after magic and basically dominion is nothing but what did you guys used to play joe it was a chaos magic where you just put a deck in front of you and flip cards over and you and you guys hey, would hey. play a tournament. what would they call that oh mental magic yeah mental oh, magic yeah. Yeah, I mean that's all deck builders are. I mean they a lot of as a matter of fact, I mean the guys that made uh, uh Star Realms, they used to be Magic players and I think they probably got the idea from like hey, we could make a game that's like mental magic but sell it.
1: Good, good. Let the anger flow through you. Oh yeah. Okay. So all
2: right. So anyway, I mean, no, but you have a Dominion's good point, a cl-
1: But yeah,
2: I will say Dominion's also not the best deck builder out there. But I get no. why people. It's one of the first, Just the and, most well-known sort of. But guy. I still would argue it is not the best deck. <laughs> uh, I, What's no, the next that, one on this list? That's yeah, that's why, why. I'm like yeah. I'd rather play Ascension. I'm out. I'm out. Uh This is a
1: game I actually don't think I've ever heard of. Uh, Carcassonne Hunters and Gatherers.
2: Oh, well, Carcassonne is a it classic, uh, it is a, it is an area game where you have to control areas. So it's kind of area control the way it is, but it's you lay down tiles and the tiles have patterns and then you got to put dudes on the tiles to control enough patterns that give you points, uh, control enough areas, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carcassonne itself, now Hunters and Gatherers, I know nothing about that version of it because they've got a skillion expansions, but Carcassonne itself is another classic it's a classic game to me. That's in the era of Catan. And, you know, okay. it's a new, yeah, it, but it's yeah, also an it's old. game. In the stone stone early two thousands, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it de- it deserves to be on the list. Carcassonne, oh, people games. love it. I, I, yeah, and I, and I, Z-man's a great guy. I just hate Carcassonne because like it's airy, it's spatial, <laughs> oh, and I I have yeah. a hard time with spatial. Fair right, enough. On that so, one. But it deserves to be on the list.
1: All right, so we got five left. And in the top five, you guys are going to be angry because there are two of the same type. Like they're the same thing, but one's a different version of it. Oh, oh, really? Wow. Um, okay. okay. in The
0: top five sellers of Catan is that in there?
1: That is number one. No. Oh, yep, wow. Sorry, yep. I just beat
0: the lead on that one. I guess. Yeah, it's the one Woof. that you always see it in like popular yeah. media.
1: It's in. It's the intro. Du- du- Honestly, it's an introduction game. Now. That yeah. is the first board game I played that got me into board gaming.
0: Yeah, and Catan
2: is, you know, it definitely became, you know, like, y- you, anybody that would play Monopoly, you'd go, hey, let's play Catan. It's very much, you know, you can do this. It's mm-hmm. like,
1: it's uh, your, what's uh, what's the what's, what, what do they call it when they- Gateway? Gateway drive. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, and and I, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know, Catan's had
0: great success. I'm trying to they, think of all the yeah. popular ones that I like. So There's the next another
1: n- gateway one in there, too. Uh, ticket, ticket to Ride? Ticket to Ride.
0: Yeah. Can't argue with that but Ticket which, to Ride's which quality. Which Ticket to Ride? Oh. Oh, see, the way you're saying that, I would assume then at that point is not America, so yeah, I would go with Europe.
1: Europe is number five, and the regular one is number two.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I've heard a lot of people say that they really like the Europe one I know so. I've never played Europe so I don't know same. what difference yeah.
2: it makes but if it's the same game but with a different map but you still have to do the same things and it's not adding anything else and I don't know I think it's unfair to put that on the list
1: it says that you gotta uh, choo- it choose one of the other brand new gameplay elements including tunnels ferries and train stations oh add some extra things yeah all right that totally thing.
0: makes sense at that point and it's again one of those games where you can actually say hey would you like to play ticket to ride to your non-gamer friends. But Rev? And, and though, they have a good chance of them actually yeah. knowing it.
2: But I would still argue there are so many amazing games out there that Ticket to Ride shouldn't take two spots. Like oh, I agree yeah. with it. it pick, shouldn't you take pick two. Yeah. Europe or pick the regular, yeah. but I am sorry. It does not deserve two spots in the top ten. Just, just it,
0: because of all the other great games out there. It's right. like when you put in a, a, a sequel. Just put in the franchise yeah. for a thing. Yeah. Like, uh, just go with that so like you don't take off. up space. And-, and I have to say one thing, Vicky. If Gloomhaven
2: is not on this list, which is the number one non-Dungeon Master needed RPG game ever created mm-hmm. and a ridiculous Kickstarter phenomenon... Uh, and, and and even now, I think are they selling like a, a version of Gloomhaven at Target? I think I saw. Probably. This is insane. If it, if that's not even in the top twenty, but it should be in the top ten, in my opinion. It you you boot off one of the tickets to rides and you put in Gloomhaven.
1: You're not but, gonna like where it's at. Oh no, where's it at? Forty six. Damn, that oh,
2: is way so, too deep for that. It's way low, it's
1: and I'm not a Gloomhaven. Ne- Game of Thrones beats it at forty five. Yeah, Game of Thrones <laughs> does
2: not beat Gloomhaven. Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. is not.
0: Yeah, as three, much yeah, it as I not. love the Game of Thrones game and no. I just love the fact that I can manipulate the hell out of everyone playing that game and the only reason why I ever lost is because of the stupid dragons like, which I guess is just the whole thing for right. what Game of Thrones would be. But yeah, no, I really like that game but it should be, it, it should be higher but Gloomhaven should definitely be way higher. It's tough because it was released in 2017 so it's, I don't know if you could say, oh, you could say okay. it's classic because yeah. it hasn't been out Yeah,
1: the, these are the best board games of all time. Yeah.
0: So. Well, but you see, if
1: you
2: have a great board game that comes out and just kicks ass, it should be in there just like anything that's great. Right, so we hit well, it all,
0: but like, what, three and four? Three and all four. Right, what do we got? All right, what do we got?
1: I will say number four is one BJ does not like because it's spatial.
2: Oh. Oh. Which one? But I,
0: it still may be good,
1: though. <laughs> no, you don't like it.
2: Oh, I has, I mean, is chess on this list? <laughs> yes, chess that's is what it game. is. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: chess. Okay, the original OG board can't game. I yeah, I can't, argue, I can't argue with chess. Yeah, I, I yeah. You know, How is chess I not number one? Because, because so does the uh, And it's yeah. it's rank it's, it's 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 remember it's ranker. People are voting on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh
1: you know right. Question. You got a good point. Does <laughs> yeah. anybody here like or know how to play chess? I don't know how to play I, chess.
0: I, I I was literally in chess club in junior high and oh, so I was an I anime in anime club,
1: I didn't know anything. I did not mean <laughs> well, anything. Well, I
0: did know a little bit about a uh, uh, chess, and I haven't gotten back into it because why? I don't really necessarily need to. But yeah, I do know a little bit about it, but it just turns into studying moves and the Queen's Gambit when you watch the yeah. show, it's pretty on target with that. It's just literally memorizing way things open and then going from there. And then it gets deep as you're going along. And I think the but, reason yeah. why it's at
1: number four, maybe not a little bit like higher on the list or lower or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, is because of the Queen's Gambit. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the fact it's that It's a classic. People mm-hmm. know about it. Yeah. It did uh, That whole uh, show really did get a uh, resurgence in chess. So it makes sense. It's uh, a
2: quality game that holds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, you've, you, you've got components that do different things. I mean, the game, what I love about a game is a game that breaks its own rules by basically having pieces move differently yeah. and all of that. It, it you know, and, and, and you know, and, and it requires a tremendous amount of strategy. I, I as much as I can't play the game because spatially my brain can't figure it out, still got to give it love. Mm-hmm. I think
1: it's one of those like universal games that you can go anywhere in the world and you will find somebody who knows how to play it yeah. and you don't need to worry well, about like a language barrier or anything. Totally. Uh, I, number three is one I didn't realize was this old. Oh. I mean, it's not okay. Maybe I'm aging myself, but it came out a year <laughs> after I graduated high school in 2008 okay. pandemic.
0: Yeah. You know yeah. what? I've never played pandemic. And the only time we were about to, uh, all of the, uh, all of the pieces were kind of splayed yeah. out and I was like, no, I'm good. I don't need to worry it, about this. The
1: thing with pandemic is that it's a cooperative game. Yeah. You need to have everyone you're playing against the game. And if you have somebody that's way too, quote-unquote, alpha, yeah. they're going to make every move for you. And it's like, you might as well just play the game by yourself, We've
0: talked, which, talk, yeah, which we've, I have. And we've <laughs> talked about this before, too. Like, BJ, you kind of basically retired that game just because one person will be an alpha. And then you what fun it is me. it for everybody else? Yeah, I did give it to Vicky because, <laughs> I mean, I, I played it enough to go, okay, I know what this game is doing. It's
2: a very, very clever game. Um, though I, people tell me Pandemic Legacy is amazing. I and hear good that's, things, too. Yeah. So, but I and I won't be and I won't be grudged being in the list. No yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I but see, popularity has to be part of it because pandemic is definitely more popular than Twilight Imperium as far oh, as yeah. sales. Yeah. On yeah. top of a, but, bit, like, you know. a
1: lot, of, I heard I think it sold out in some places when, you know, the pandemic started. Interesting. Funny, funnily <laughs> enough, maybe yeah, not. Matthew funny. <laughs>
0: Matthew Leacock, what what did you know that we didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, maybe people are trying to figure out how to uh, fix everything by playing the game.
1: <laughs> like, I need another place. Meet in Atlanta.
0: I'm surprised, <laughs> Uno, I'm
2: surprised Uno's not on the list, though. I thought I'm, Uno would be in the top well, ten. It's a card game. I mean, not but the top ten. Do but Dominion, I don't even know.
0: I'll post uh, the yeah. list
1: on Facebook. Go check it out. And until next time, stay nerdy.